the green room conversation after namaste bitches was deep leo rising spoke about karma yoga and capitalism but karma yoga was really stressed in throughout manhattan yeah. the time that i got certified and it was it was a I'm going to call it a real world for a reason. It was a real world and a fast track for people to butter up who they needed to butter up to. Folks that could come from privilege could work for free mm-hmm. nine days a week, long hours, mm-hmm. because they were borrowing from a bigger well. Folks that had nothing, or I don't want to make it that dramatic, but some people really had nothing. And folks that were coming from humble beginnings or doing their karma yoga and maintaining three jobs or doing karma yoga because acts of service really do heal and repair cellularly like they're wonderful experiences for the psyche but given that america is a completely capitalist system and there's no way to to and by 2015 to 2016 it was very clear for me in the business of wellness not just yoga so that karma shit moved over all over the place yeah the business of wellness 50 hours a thousand hours 200 hours free labor with an adult is horrible and it's wrong mm-hmm. The least, it's not the least you can do. You, If someone is your assistant, you have to do more than just put them up. There's nothing that you can actually transfer through. None of the people in the Western world that I know have a brand are actually transferring Shaktipat, which is the reason you would do karma yoga. You would do karma yoga because your teacher is going to give you something sure. that's bigger than the material world. It's, ergo, the material world will manifest quite rapidly a shift. You never feel like you're without. So... That's the big picture of it. Since we name dropped Marianne a few times, I was like, I can, I can give a little magic, right? <laughs> my my takeaway with the correlation of um, kind of that indentured slavery system, I do always want to bring it back uh, to the truth that never to take away from a Black American experience or the African diaspora experience, but systems of indentured slaving, enslavement worked. It worked for the world. You don't have it now, you can't eat right now, wash these dishes for three days. That's how much that that meal you just swindled yourself out of cost. But English is an awkward language and everyone is manipulative in American soil. English is a very awkward language. It does not ever encompass what something genuinely means in Sanskrit. It definitely doesn't <laughs> encompass what something means in languages that they tell you are for whatever derogatory thing they could pick up on. So bringing it to home with karma yoga and feeling enslaved, um, the hard part for me as a black man was watching people that still were able to walk in with Louis Vuittons. Mm-hmm. And still able to like, I have friends that were able to sacrifice. Then this was a sacrifice for these people. Three years while getting their master's or doctorates, just doing all this free shit, but borrowing early from a trust fund. And I was like, I will never have that. Mm-hmm. So like Sarah said earlier, it's like, how do you reprogram your brain? Because the person doesn't have that. Like, what is your service? Mm-hmm. And then you have to look at your teachers, these people that are leading the brand, these schools, what are they giving the karmis? The place that I graduated from has these people have lots of un, unhealed, hard, flaming wounds, yep. open wounds, and it's still going through escapism tactics because the brand works. Mm-hmm. And 
the carmies are now rising up and owning the brand random carmies now own the brand look at that so as long as we're in this capitalist experience that has a function in america the wellness industry is, is probably going to enjoy i'm going to use the word enjoy enslaving people because to get to god you have to give up something and if you practice giving up something to the wrong one maybe one day you'll figure out how to give it up to the right thing for you so it's just it sounds a little esoteric but it needs to be because it's cryptic it's it's a heart we grew up and incarnated in a world where we pay for it. our parents pay for everything and we already have a debt so it's it's a tough one i it's not a chicken or the egg thing for me it's kind of like where we're at and then for everyone on the call how do we take care of the people who who give of themselves freely and does does the average american know how to receive freely and then give freely to be an open channel i don't know listen to the podcast viz able black women productions the podcast play reading of namaste bitches and the green room conversations our panel includes leo rising sarah clark susanna barkataki crystal mccreary carrington jackson shannon algeo and for our extended version we have michelle cassandra johnson joining us Join me for part three of our green room conversation. That's right. There was so much in this conversation that we weren't able to get to everything. So I had Leo Rising, Susanna Barkataki, Michelle Cassandra Johnson, and Breezy Lee joined me on a Monday afternoon to discuss one last question, which I will be posting in a podcast of its own later today. So join us on Patreon at Visible Black Woman, patreon.com, Visible Black Woman for full conversations. And follow, subscribe, and share this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks, y'all. <laughs>